Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Hello and welcome back to another episode of This Numbers Podcast. This is episode 198. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you tuned into last week's episode. Very, very important one. We have to hold the government accountable for their madness and that is MP's Expensive Habits. Shout out one ASIN for Expensive Habits. Episode 197 details and up until 2010, how mad MPs were moving with expenses. I'm talking they were getting second and third homes on taxpayers' dime. They were renting out homes, so they were getting taxpayers to pay for the home, but also renting it to other people who were getting taxpayers to pay for those homes to make money. So, and also claiming for food expenses that don't exist, not need the receipts to claim expenses, claim up to 400 pounds, like all types of mad pornos being claimed for. I'm talking all types. So if you want to know the deep gist and for more information on the Home Office Pretty Patel scandal, make sure you check out episode 197. And of course, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube. You just got to search Dysonomics. I'm even searching right now to see how many subscribers I've got because I actually don't really check very often. I probably should. Oh, see, at this point, I'm only six away from a thousand. So by the end of this podcast, by the time this podcast on, I better have a thousand. You lot don't snake me. So jump on Dysonomics on YouTube. Every Monday, you'll see a video detailing the week's latest news. The news that matters to you, not some mumbo jumbo in under 15 minutes or so. You don't want to miss that out. And of course, Patreon, 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 jump on the Patreon. Now, this week's episode, I'm going to be talking specifically to COVID certificate slash passports. And this has caused quite some stir. And we've seen lots of leaks come out. And I think the leaks are government briefing to kind of test the temperature. But yeah, let's get into it. Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. It's late. Yo, people, welcome back. Dysonomics, episode 198. And we're talking the COVID certificate slash vaccine passport. Now, listeners remember that I kind of pushed back on the thoughts of a vaccine passport simply based off the words. I think it was the Transport Secretary Grant Sheps, if I can remember, or it might have been a business sec, but I've pictured a Transport Secretary. And his words, and I think this was on, I might have been on Andrew Marsh show on a Sunday, where he was like, we have no, it's not going to be a vaccine passport, neither do we have plans to. And this was probably early 2021. So it wasn't like 2020, 
Ernest 21 and he said, for three reasons. One, it is discriminatory. Two, it doesn't really make sense because we don't know if vaccines, these kind of vaccinations are going to stop transmission. Because yes, we know it stops symptomatic uh, infection from COVID. So you won't get ill, you won't end up in hospital, you won't end up dead more, more often than not. And also there's been news that is showing stopping asymptomatic um, infection. But we don't know if it's going to stop you being able to catch a virus and pass it on to somebody else who may not have the vaccine. And of course, the third reason is vaccines are not mandatory. So it doesn't really make sense to have a vaccine passport. Well, many weeks later, it seems the government has spun the block and this is quite controversial. So there's been little talks and rumours of it happening, but it really, really ramped up this week. So on Thursday, I think Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his unkept hair was on a visit in Middlesbrough. And he said that there's definitely going to be a role for vaccine passports for international travel. And he said other countries are looking at it. So here's his exact words. On the issue of vaccine certification, there's definitely going to be a world which international travel will use vaccine passports. You can see that already in other countries. The aviation industry are interested in it and there's a logic to that. So Boris is telling us, he's letting us know that, yo, this is where the world's moving to. Like on Numpit. And also there's some rationale behind it. So this is likely where we're going to be heading towards. Boris also had admitted to a certification scheme showing that someone has a vaccine or somebody who has tested positive for coronavirus and has now beaten it. So they've got some form of vaccine immunity, vaccine lack immunity, shall I say, or somebody has a negative test. He believes it'll be useful for UK businesses going forward because it will allow people to come into to businesses, um, restaurants, hospitality, events, whatever, or work, and then not be this worry or need for social distancing and masks and all those type of things. Remember, I spoke on maybe two weeks ago, or this week, how he spoke on maybe there could be a vaccine passport for pubs, and it's up to the publicans to decide if they want to introduce this or not. Tory MPs in their dozens, 40 to be precise, 20 Labour MPs and other MPs have already come out and been like, very, very much, we ain't effing with this. Even Keir Starmer said, the British public, you're testing them because this is not something inherent, intrinsically, in the nature of British people to accept. Matt Hancock, the health sec, also said this, clearly we're going to need some sort of certification in some areas. Like to go abroad because some countries will require it. For example, I went to Ghana in 2019, slash 2020, I had to get a yellow fever vaccination. I had to go boots, pay 60 pounds, get the yellow fever vaccination, get a certificate. And when I got to Ghana, I had to show them that. Otherwise, they will literally make me do it there and then and get charged for it. You can't enter Ghana without a yellow fever certificate more often than not. So some countries might be like, yo, you cannot enter our nation without a COVID vaccination. So back to Mr. Hancock. He said, so the NHS is... So the NHS is making sure that we are ready for people to able to show whether you had a vaccine or indeed recent tests for travel purposes. And we're looking at whether to do that domestically. So again, he's hinting that, yes, this is what may be required abroad, but we also might do it on our own shorts. I think dismissing something like this is out of hand and it's the wrong thing to do. The right thing to do is to look at the detail on how we can make it, how we can, and how we can most safely open things up. So he's implying that, yo, listen, it is silly for us to kind of throw this idea out the window because it's uncomfortable. We have to look at all the best ways to open things up as safely as possible, as quickly as possible. Because of course, the economy, the economy 
were to, to that Ghanaian um, politician is on its knees. So as I said, 70 MPs in total are against this currently. And some key, key names. Jeremy Corbyn is against it. Also senior um, and ex-cabinet ministers, uh, shadow cabinet ministers, Diane Abbott is also against it. Um, McDonald is against it. Former senior Tory MP Ian Duncan Smith is against it. They are not fan of this COVID certificate malarkey whatsoever. Now, the sports secretary earlier today, this is a Sunday, was speaking on introducing certain trials and tests with getting people into events. So the streets are talking about the government is going to trial in events such as the FA Cup final, which is football, the World Snooker Championship, maybe the Brits. And the attendees of these events will probably be required to take a test prior. So if we look at the sports minister, Nigel Huddleston, he describes these trials as a learning experience. So he wants us to go on these, he wants people to take these trials to see how this works and if they can now roll these, these um, methods out to the wider economy and society. He said that earlier pilots almost certainly won't involve any elements of certification. So remember I said, you're likely to have to take a test to go in and out. And the government will also be looking at mitigations such as one-way systems and hygiene measures. The first pilot event will be a comedy night in Liverpool on April 16th. So that's not too far away. By the time you hear this, that's probably just, just under two weeks away. And members will be tested before and after the show. The NHS is also said to be working on a system that allows people to demonstrate through, through the app or some form of paper certificate. The government said it's working with clinical and ethical experts for exemptions for people who have had a vaccination and advise repeating tests will be difficult, which makes sense. Number 10 did say it did not want the scheme, described it as a COVID status certification to be used on public, um, public transportation or non-essential or non-essential shops. They don't want you to have to, you know, have this scheme to just get on a public transport or certification. It's just too much admin or just to go into Asda or Self, no, not as as a central shop, but to go to Selfridges or Zara or Primark, for example. It's too much admin, it's a waste of time. Business in England can reopen in the coming weeks, including pubs. So for example, on April 12th, as long as things, unless things drastically change, which I don't think they will, from April 12th, outdoor pubs, outdoor bars, will be able to open and non-essential shops will be open. The gyms will be open. Barbers, hairdressers, nail salons all be opening over the next two weeks. And as it stands, they're not going to have to use the system. So people don't worry. In the next two weeks, you're not going to have to have a vaccination passport or some form of COVID certificate to be able to go get your get your chest workout in or get your nails done or your eyebrows did and all them things there. Business in England... Don't have to worry for now, but the government are not ruling out that this may potentially come. And I've seen some um, stories, almost every paper, the Times, the Telegraph, the Independent, the, the B BBC, the Daily Mail, um, the Sun, all reporting that this, this COVID certificate passport may be into, come into play as early as autumn this year. And one of the thinking is some people believe that the reason why the government want to roll these things out is so when you get into these venues, whether it be your Hakkasan, your, your McDonald's, your Primark, you don't have to socially distance. When foreign holidays are allowed again, and we won't know this until mid-May, The Sun and The Times are reporting that overseas destinations will be categorised as green, red and amber. 
So we already know about the red list countries, and these are countries that if you go and you come back, you will have to go into a quarantine hotel. You, no choices. Whereas with the green countries, allegedly, you won't have to quarantine at all. Just let's say the green countries, I don't know, Saudi Arabia. If you go to Saudi Arabia, come back, no quarantine, buzz your uncle, fans your aunt, continue as normal. Now, let's look at Denmark. So there's a company called um, Net Company, Danish IT company, and they have informed the streets that they have been curating an app for Denmark to provide some form of COVID passport. And they expect this to be ready to launch in May. They've also spoken about how there's been wide interest internationally. They are currently in talks with over 12 countries and about half of them or just slightly over more than half are in Europe. So there's a lot of interest in, in this technology. The CEO, the, the CEO himself said, yo, the interest in our tech is very, very, very high. And this is very interesting because Denmark, unlike the UK, people in Denmark are broadly accepting to this measure. Whereas people in the UK I've seen have been pushing back. And I believe in a more conclusional aspect is that we're going to see the conspiracy theories that believe coronavirus is turning you into a 5G eating zombie or whatever. They're going to be pushing, they're going to say, see, government control. They're going to stop making you go places. Da, 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 da. Like, it's going to be, I think, it's going to be very, very, very interesting to see how the public reacts to this. And from what I've seen so far on my social media, and of course, this is a very, it's not a, exactly a snapshot of England. We're looking at maybe early 20s to late 30s, London, ethnic minorities mainly, working class people, educated and whatnot. This is what we're looking at. The Sun have a graphic that shows where you can go without a passport where you, or where you can't go. So they're showing clubs, sporting events, holidays, you'll need a vaccination passport. Gyms, non-essential shops, you don't need a passport. So that's the information now. Now I want to alert people that with these leaks, we've seen so many leaks before, they don't always come, they always come through. For example, there was a leak from people like, oh, this is not makes, I'm hearing of a tier five. I said, tier five doesn't make sense. Tier five doesn't make no sense because tier four is effectively national lockdown rules, but within your jurisdiction. So the only step above that is to put the whole country into lockdown. So let's not be too hasty and believe, not believe in taking in, seeing what we're reading in the newspapers as is going to be exactly like that. Things change so quickly. The government might be tweaking things over time. I don't know. Now, my thoughts on this certification, I actually think it makes perfect sense. And I've been, um, shout out my boy, Dr. Lee, who's been on the podcast several times. We've been talking, we've been pushing for a COVID certificate since April, May last year. We believe people that have had COVID and have beaten it because the evidence, early evidence was pretty indicative showing that you cannot catch symptomatic COVID twice. I think only like five people in the world have caught it twice. Last time I checked. So it makes sense for people who are not vulnerable, um, not elderly, especially living at home, should be able to go out and work in office and try to keep the economy going because they're not going to put other people in danger because they work alone. They're not vulnerable, not putting themselves in danger. They're not living with vulnerable people to put them in danger, but they are fine. They're functioning. So we've been a fan of some form of COVID passport to get some people who are less who have a severely lower health risk to be able to still be out because as as dysonomous listeners know, when the economy shut, we're seeing job losses over 600,000. We're seeing 
businesses closed down. It's just Armageddon. Our economy went down at one point by like 21%. That's chaotic. The worst ever, we saw our worst ever economic performance in 300 years. Oh, you don't want that. So I'm a fan of that. Now, the vaccine, the vaccine element is the interesting part because that's when people start to believe that you are effectively coercing people into getting the vaccination. And I think if that's the motivation, I don't think that is just because first of all, the vaccine intake itself has been very high regardless. So far, as of April the 2nd, 2021, 31.4 million people have taken, have had their first dose. That's a massive percentage. 5.2 million people have been fully vaccinated. So the government are absolutely killing it with regards to vaccinations. They're killing it. So I don't, I think this is a bit of a risk. However, it does make health and it does make sense in terms of, if you're looking at health and risk, it does make sense because you're allowing people that are at a severely lower risk to be in the presence of other people because they have either been vaccinated already or have been have tested positive for coronavirus and beaten coronavirus, they have a high level of protection against symptomatic reinfection. And of course, if you have tested, if you've tested negative for coronavirus, you could be around these people because you're likely not to have the virus anyway. So it does make sense. I just don't like the fact that a byproduct of this is like, is the almost discriminatory that some people who have not had a vaccine won't be able to do certain things. I think for them to introduce a vaccine passport, they cannot introduce a vaccine passport until the whole country has been offered a first dose because then it's discriminatory. So them aiming for autumn makes sense. I just, I think the vaccine passport itself and COVID passport itself makes logical sense. The theory behind it and the science behind it makes sense. My issues is one, the nature of the public, British public, they're very big on civil liberties. That's why you see Tory MPs rebel all the time, even though like lockdowns make sense to protect the people. And also logistics of it. We've seen what happened to Test and Trace, an absolute shambles. So are we sure are they gonna be able to get these passports patterned properly? Are we sure? They spent up, to, I think, up until October, November 2020, the government has spent already four billion on test and trace. They've allocated 37 billion of budget pounds to test and trace. And there has been nothing short of an absolute disaster. Do you get? So I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I'm a fan of it, but it has to be done correctly and has to be done at the tail end of the year, unless we have a massive acceleration in vaccination. You cannot introduce a vaccine passport, the vaccine element of the passport, until the whole country has been offered a dosage of the vaccine. Otherwise it's discriminatory, it doesn't make sense. So yeah, that's what I think. And in terms of COVID to give people the streets a quick update on stats, I gave you the vaccination numbers. The rate of the rate of infection, which is the R number, has slowly increased. Remember before it was 0.6 to 0.8, I said, it's now 0.7 to 0.9. However, the number of people testing positive is down severely. The latest numbers is as of the 3rd of April, 2021, 3,423 people on that day tested positive for coronavirus. This is down by 28%. Now, if you look at deaths, 10 people died with a positive COVID test as of April the 3rd, 2021. Of course, this is 10 too many. 
But if we compare it to previous numbers, that's a dramatic improvement. So this is down by 43.7% on the previous week, which is fantastic. Purely talking numerically, because of course 10 people, it's all 10 people too many. And I was looking at some of my previous updates. In, on January 22nd, 2021, 1,401 people died of coronavirus on that day alone. So 10 is a dramatic increase in just, just under three months. And in terms of patients being admitted to hospital, 273 patients were admitted um, on March 28th, 2021, which is down by 23%. So all of the data is suggesting things are going down. So yeah, let me know what you think, people. Are you in favor of a vaccine passport or just a COVID element? Or are you in favor of it all? You hate it? Please let me know. Jump on Twitter, hashtag Dissonomics, so you can tweet me, comment on my YouTube. Don't forget the Instagram. All the links will be in the description. And yeah, until next week, people. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.